Hi, you're listening to the Rav Desla Pasha podcast with me, Avram Ziedman. Join us as we weave together philosophy, psychology and Kabbalah to uncover a new depth to our weekly Torah reading. Mitzvah Gedoyla Lihiyos Besimcha It must be a mitzvah to be happy. Why? Because in this week's Pasha, it says that terrible things can happen to us. God forbid, tachas, because... Because we didn't serve Hashem with Simcha. But the question is, why is that so important? Okay, it's great to be happy. It's great to serve Hashem with happiness. But to such an extent, what is going on? To answer this, we have to go back and we have to really understand what is Simcha. Says Rav Dessler, there are two types of of simcha. There is a simcha of a taker and a simcha of a giver, and they look radically different from each other. The simcha of a taker is someone who feels empty. They are striving to achieve, to fill this emptiness, this hole inside of them. And that can be filled with physicality or even spirituality. Often when I'm opening up a fridge at home and I look in it and I'm just staring at the fridge and if I stand there for longer than 20 seconds, my wife asks me, what are you looking for? And I tell her the truth, (sighs) meaning and purpose. (laughs) So instead I'll have some chocolate and that will try to fill in that gap. If a person feels empty, they feel like I need more and if I would just get this, if I achieve this, I'll be happy. Physicality is clearly not going to make us happy. But you know what? Even spirituality is never going to fill that void. With spirituality, there's always more to achieve. There's always more and further I can go. You're never going to get there. So I can spend an entire life chasing. But really, ultimately, it's coming out of emptiness. I feel lacking. There is another type of simcha which is far rarer. The second type of simcha is not where I'm trying to fill a void, but I have so much happiness inside me and I am so filled. I just want to be able to give to other people. I just, I'm overflowing, a cup that overflows. Imagine, you know, that someone has had tremendous news. My son's just got engaged. The drinks are on me. This is not a feeling of, oh, I feel lacking. It's I have so much love, so much happiness inside of me. I have to explode. I have to give it out. It's it's coming from a place of being so full, you're bubbling over as opposed to empty, trying to draw into yourself. And with this, we can ask a question that people ask. They say that, you know, the world was created for chesed. Oilam chesed yibana. But how can it be that Hashem created the world for chesed? Surely that means Hashem has a need. And if Hashem has a need, that means Hashem is lacking. How can Hashem be lacking? Answer is, you're getting the wrong type of simcha here. It's not that Hashem felt, I have to achieve. I've got to do more to feel, again, to fill this void. It's not that. It's there's so much kuviyochel, so to speak. There's so much love inside of Hashem. Just wanting to be, It just overflows. It's coming from a place of shalemus, completion, not a place of lacking. Now, connected to this, there are two states of being which Rav Dessa refers to as Havaya, being, 
and Hasaga, achievements. Havaya is who I am. Hasaga, there's three parts to it. Number one, the feeling of lacking. Number two, my desire to fulfill that lack. And number three, completing that lack. Havaya and Hasaga. I want to put it in these two concepts of circle and arrow. Havaya, just being, this is who I am, this is where I am, this is me, is a circle. It doesn't go anywhere. It's just being in the present. As opposed to when it comes to Hasaga, it's the idea of me trying to strive, to trying to get something that I do not have. It's an arrow moving further forward. A person who feels lacking doesn't focus on the present, on the Havaya. They're always focusing on the Hasaga. What do I want? How can I get it? How can I grow? Let's just be clear. Even though the desire to grow is in essence a bad thing. Wait one minute, hear me out. It's a bad thing because it means it comes from a place of lacking. Of course, that can obviously also be used for the good. So in essence, it feels lacking. You're not, this is not someone who has true happiness, you could say. But this person is in a state of lacking as opposed to being fulfilled. Nevertheless, they can use this to be able to grow. And here's how the growth process works. Stage number one is, I want to learn some Torah because I feel empty. Let me learn. You know what? I want to conquer another Gemara. I want to finish the Gemara. I want to, you know, complete the parak. I want to make sure to get through the whole of Shas. That in itself is coming from a place of emptiness, but it can be used for the good. Stage one, that's called Hasaga, the arrow. But once you've done that and you've really studied the Torah, then the goal is, is that it comes from an achievement, something external to me to actually becomes a part of who I am. The Gemara is part and parcel with me. I feel one with the sugya. I feel not just it's in my brain, but I feel like this is a part of who I am. This is what we say in Aleni when we say, Stage one is know it today. Have it in your brain. Let that be part of your achievements. But the number two is, you take it into your heart. It becomes a part of who you are. Originally, the Torah is not a part of you, but then ultimately the Torah becomes a part of you, who you are. This concept of the two types of happiness can also be understood within relationships. There is what I would say is an external relationship, which is I want a relationship with this person because I haven't conquered it, so to speak. I don't have a relationship with this person and I want to get a relationship and it's a real battle and I've got to do this, I've got to do that, I've got to make sure I smile in the right times, I've got to make sure it's, it's trying to get an achievement to get to where I want to be, where I am not now. It's not actually the relationship itself that I want, but really it's more I set up a goal that I want to achieve something, and now I'm just running towards that goal. I might have instead chose to do well in my exams, but I didn't. I chose instead 
to want to get this relationship. So when I finally achieve this relationship and this person becomes my friend, is that really called being happy with the relationship? Is that what it is? Or is it no? It's a happiness that I succeeded. You know what, let's think about this example. Imagine someone is on a shidduch and they're thinking, oh, I want to marry this person. But it's very hard to marry this person. And therefore, as they're going through the shidduch and they're thinking, how am I going to succeed? How am I going to win? In that sense, it, it could be it's not actually the relationship you're looking for. It's the achievement. That's not called simcha from the relationship. That's called simcha from the achievement. What is a true simcha relationship? I want to be with this person. I just want to spend time. Why? Because if you spend time, then there's something more. No, 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 no. I'm not spending time in order to get to another place. I want to spend time because I just want to spend time. I don't want to go anywhere. It's just being with you is what I want. You can have a friend. You're not seeing your friend as to what you can get out of your friend. And it's just, I want to be with my friend. That is in a state of Havaya. That is a simcha from the relationship, not a simcha from achieving your goal. And with this, we can now understand how hard it is and what the real challenge is of Ivdu es Hashem, the simcha. One type of simcha is that I want to conquer, I want to achieve. I want to do the Torah, I want to do the mitzvahs. Why? Because I set that out as my goal. And I want to keep on striving to get, ultimately, my goal. That simcha, says Rav Desla, is not the simcha we're talking about. What does Hashem want from us? He wants a relationship. He doesn't want us to be connected with an arrow. It should be that we are a circle, just to be with Hashem. To love Hashem, or to put it in the exact words of Rav Desla, Yesh simcha, the mitzvah, mishum shehisiga mitzvah. There is a happiness in the mitzvah because I achieved the mitzvah. But for yesh simcha, the mitzvah atzma. There is a simcha of having the mitzvah itself. The chemba talmud Torah, so too when it comes to learning Torah, you can have a simcha of achievement or you can have a simcha of just, I'm in a state of learning and this is just where I want to be. The true happiness in the next world is to be with Hashem. Not achievement, but just to be in that relationship. True, we have to strive, we have to grow, we have to move. But, you know, as they say in mindfulness, we need to be in the moment. We need to also appreciate and savor that relationship that we have right now. Of course in life we want to achieve, and we use the sense of hunger as a means to be able to grow. I want to be able to do more mitzvahs. I want to be able to learn more Torah. I want to be better. I want to improve myself. We should use that. But at the same time, we also have to focus on the circle. And we should be able to appreciate that relationship in of itself. Sometimes, perhaps, we should slow down and also appreciate and enjoy and savor the mitzvah in itself. Or in the book written by uh, Robertson Miriam Kosman in her book, Circle, Arrow, Spiral. Yes, we need to use this arrow aspect, hasaga, feeling empty and trying to achieve. And we want to have that circle. But how about we combine them into a spiral? 
We use the arrow in order to be able to achieve more. And then once we get to each stage, we need to circle within that to be able to sit back and to really taste it and enjoy that relationship in of itself and to be a spiral. Wishing you all a great Shabbos B'Simcha.